down in the trenches, expensive bands cover my lenses. Seek my defenses every time I repeat my repentance. Looking for dollars, but seeking my senses from drinks to benches. But checking receipts for my expenses. The Welcome to Conversation Coliseum, where the Coliseum contains nothing but conversation. Anyways, I am Joseph. I come straight out of the Boogie Down Bronx, straight out of Hybrid. You right now, podcast and other smooth and chill vibe. Ayo, what up? My name is Alex. I go by the name of Alex Villafana, coming straight out the Boogie Down Bronx, New York City. Hip hop artist and producer. And welcome to Conversation Coliseum. And my name is Jose. I'm from Parts Unknown. And I still don't know what I'm making next week. Uh, I was lucky enough to make it this second time. So let's see what happens. All right, everyone. So one one of the first topics that we're going to talk about today is not exactly a pleasant one, but something that's around us, um, whether you're listening to us locally or internationally, um, it can or is a problem wherever we live. And um, what happened in Indianapolis is not exactly a pleasant situation. Um, a former FedEx employee, a 19-year-old former employee for FedEx killed eight people. Um it's it's even harsh to read because it's like this person is not even an adult adult if that makes sense still you know just barely legal um you know it's not in some states not legal depending on like where you're at and stuff like that and it's it's kind of hard to like wrap my head around because i remember back in episode one we talked about it about gun um gun rights and everything but you have situations like this that some people, you know, bring 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 to the table with, um, you know, making restrictions on gun rights in the sense of um, like the big corpse um, and the people, you know, like what like whatever you do to one side, you have to do to the other. So um, really, it's, it, 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 it's just it's just still hard to even wrap my head around because it's just like. I feel like there's just been nothing but shootings recently. Like, like even those, even the, um, the shootings that aren't reported and you know, the ones that are reported they they usually end up like this. It's big headlines. Oh, this kid, um, shot up a place or, Oh, um, random guy like walks into a supermarket, starts shooting and stuff like that. So, like, my question is, like, not just to you guys, like, listeners, but, like, to, you know, Alex and Jose, like, what do you think should be done in the sense of, like, to kind of suppress this stuff from happening? Because I don't know about you guys, but last year there was a lot of shootings. And we're not really that far into the year. We're just in April. So we're, like, approaching, like, the halfway mark. Like, what do you guys think should be done um, in order to suppress gun violence? From what we said, like, in episode one, Legit, this should definitely be like a, a a heavier, like background screening when it comes to like when before buying like an a, a rifle or some shit like that because you don't know who you're potentially buying a gun, uh, selling a gun to. So uh, that that's the main thing I think we we spoke about on the first episode. Like it's the same issue that that comes up all the time. It's like when it comes to like selling guns. Should it just be just sold or should we just run crazy background checks to make sure that you're selling it to somebody who's properly fit to buy it? You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. There should be um more of 
how do I put it? It should be a stricter um, screening process in the sense of like, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry can't just walk into the shop like with a record and buy it. You know, I'm all for the Second Amendment and everything, but it's more of like there should be more of a restriction as to, you know, like there should be like, uh, how do you say it? There should be um, a probational period of some sort. Mm -hmm. So what do we do with the gun store sellers? Well, um, if you keep the, restricting everybody mm-hmm. and they can't and they can't make sales, what do you do with those? What do you do with them? If if the restrictions are heavier, right? I like I believe that there should be probably maybe like less of a tax on on like what they're importing. Um, in the sense of like you know like let's say Jose, you own like a fire a firearm store. And you and you order a thousand a thousand guns and a thousand guns, meaning like, you know, hand like um hand rifles of all kinds, rifles, you know. The fuck? You in Fast and the Furious, Jose? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it legit sounded like Fast and Furious nine. I think they should be like less of a tax, to be very honest with you. Like you order a thousand guns, you order um <clears throat> Assault rifles, hand rifles, all that kind of stuff, right? And let's say out of those thousand guns, you have to pay like, I don't know, some like a random number, like fifty thousand dollars in taxes on it, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of paying that fifty thousand dollars, say, okay, I understand you might not be able to make this sale because of let's say like a ninety day probational period, right? Like let's say you like someone comes into your store, applies for it, and it's like, all right. We have to submit your social security number. You have to submit and check this off and say, okay, I agree to be monitored for 90 days. And during that 90 day process, like a background check is to go on. So during that 90 day probational period, we understand that you might not be able to make your sales. So instead of paying 50, pay 30. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a little give or take. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I get that. And, and it's like, and also to make a discount on ammun uh, to make a discount on ammunition, because think about it like this, right? Alex comes in to buy a gun, right? Yeah. Hypo- hypothetically speaking, and he has to go through that ninety day probational period. But let's say Alex is a hunter, and he wanted to get his own gun, but I already have my own gun, right? Alex could still buy ammunition, and you know, still go hunting with me. Right, yeah. but I'm the one that's using it. You get, you get what I'm saying. So, in order not to deter business a hundred percent, you could still attract people that you know that say, okay, yeah, I can't do this, or like, let's say they like they're a gun enthusiast or up and coming gun enthusiast, and they buy ammunition at your store and go to a fire and go to a shooting range because at most shooting ranges that I'm aware of, um, you don't necessarily need a license. I know quite a few that you do. But as far as I'm aware, um, you don't need a license to go to a shooting range because you have experts there, you know? Yeah, to take to watch over the, the people using it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, to answer your question, I think there should be some sort of discount in the sense of like, all right, there's a 90-day probational period. Your sales might be down, but you're going to pay less of a tax. So instead of 50, pay 30. And then on ammunition, let's say you order like $5,000 of ammunition, um, you got to pay tax on that. Instead of paying like two grand, you pay a thousand. You know, it's like it's like a bartering system, a little give or take. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't disagree with that. Things will calm down in a sense, or do you think? Honestly, I don't. I don't think shit is gonna calm down because people are always 
there, there's always going to be some type of maniac out there type shit. Yeah. The main thing that really gets me upset about this whole like about this whole situation is the fact that um that they victimized the actual person that did the crazy ass like fucking situation. You know what I mean? Like every sh- every shooter? mass shooting, yeah, every sh- every mass shooting that they do like with this like with this I'm not going to say white person with this Caucasian person or whatever the case is. Yo, yeah. like they legit be like, oh nah, you know he had mental problems. He's not that type of kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This, that, mm-hmm. and the third. But then, Facts. let's say a, a a black person gets killed by the police. All of a sudden, nah, yo, look at his background. Like, yeah, he had he had prior like court cases. He owed his baby moms like twenty thousand dollars or some shit like that. Yeah, they'll bring up things that are totally irrelevant yeah. to what happened. Exactly. That's but then true. it's like, but then it's like when shit like this happens, they're like, oh, like oh. Nah, he was he was he was he, he was a good kid. He didn't mean it. Fuck all that, bro. That's the shit that gets me tight. And then there's people that legit be like, he wasn't right up there and shit. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, he still be, killed eight people. It's like you exactly, still got to prosecute. You still got to prosecute him. Exactly. Still gotta, that's yeah. what that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. To get yeah at. I agree. You can't you can't nah, just like, sit here. I know exactly, I know what you're saying. Bro, yeah. yeah but. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's like I'm, I I hate the whole thing about oh, but like you know he didn't mean that. But if it's somebody else like this, uh, that's of 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 a different type of skin, oh, he's a criminal. He fucking he did this, he did that. True. Oh, he had weed mm-hmm. on him and shit like that. That's the reason why he died. Not a fucking not a fucking knee to the nigga neck and shit. The fuck out of here, Alex. I I got I got you with the headline right now, right? If it was a person of color. <clears throat> Local Hispanic man, 19-year-old, whatever, whatever his name is, came from a broken home, had a prior record, smoked marijuana, had two baby mothers. Also, he ran the streets instantly, instantly. But if it's a person who, um, you know, needs a little melatonin in their life, right, for lack of a better word. Oh, this young man was troubled. He attended therapy. Yeah, um, he was a straight A student. Oh, wait, wait. This is the best part. This is part. This is the best part. College athlete. Like that no, don't no, no. that they'll don't matter. With, they'll hit him with this. He has multiple personalities. Bro, this ain't glass. This ain't glass. Bro, they'll de- Bro, they did that shit with the with the uh, with this guy that shot up the fucking movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Yo, and then when I heard that, I was like, that's bullshit, bro. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, doing whatever the hell it takes to freaking make them look innocent. It's crazy how, like, the person that did the shooting, they can find ways to, like, f- make them look innocent. And people believe it. Goes to show you it's so easy to brainwash people. All it yeah. takes is, take is, take is the skin color. It, oh, what, what it takes, I don't think it just takes the skin color, but... It, it takes, is very, yeah. it's very simple to to manipulate people. I mean, that's, no, for sure, bro. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, like, to look at somebody in the in the brighter light of things, all it takes is the skin color. To be like, oh nah, you know, he didn't mean to do that. But then once you see somebody yeah. else, like a like a George Floyd, oh nah, bro, he only had a record and shit, dog. Like nah, bro, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. All True. it takes, all it takes for things to go the right, like the wrong way for a story. Is one skin color and two a media bump, like, like forget it, bro. Like, it's just like if if this kid was Hispanic or or Asian or um, African American, bro, in an instant, in an instant, this whole thing would have turned around. You know, we we still be hearing about it right now. Like Jose, Jose, Jose honestly told me this topic, and I had to look it up. Because I didn't hear about it in the news. 
like yeah. maybe I'm not watching news enough, and I probably I'm probably not. But it's like it didn't come up on none, no social media, right? And this is what I mean by media boost, right? It came up. It didn't come up on I mean, social well, media. You know, Facebook main, monitors us like crazy. This is the main reason why you need a uh, pe- like people of color or like you know different co- people from different backgrounds, different cultures to be in the in the executive positions to be up there. Because they're the ones that control, that have power. They're the ones that control the narrative. You get me? Like, let's say mm-hmm. you own, mm-hmm. let's say you own like a, a news company and stuff. And let's say we're all Hispanics and stuff. And then you hear a, a news breakout saying that Hispanics are being racist. They're going to, they're, they're going to admit it. Like, they're not going to want to post it. You get what I'm saying? So they have their own agendas yeah. and they're, and it is to protect white people. So that's why you, the same thing with black businesses. That's why you need to have black businesses be promoted and stuff because of shit like this. It gives them an unfair advantage. It's like you have all all CEOs, all corporates, and higher ups. Them like ninety nine percent white. So usually, when situations that affect a white person, they're most more. I'm not saying all the time, but I'm saying more than likely they're gonna be on the side defending them rather than vilifying them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, and it, it it sucks because it's just like, as a society, I want to believe that we can grow, but we have scenarios like this, and it's just like, all you could really do is just shake your head, bro. Like, I mean, in, in, in you just got to be realistic, bro. Like, we try to do the right thing, but we all pieces of shit. <laughs> One way, shape, or form, bro. Once you get, you know, I'm, you get realistic, I'm gonna have to agree, bro. You ha- you, you can't thing. be living this life thinking that everybody's out there to just be like be kind. Yeah, we're all here to help each other. No, we're all pieces of shit. We all have our own agenda. Once you understand that, then you can start. Then you can start thinking to yourself like, ah, right, you know, now I know how life really is. What can I do to try to make it better? If everybody has that mentality, bro, shit will go a lot smoother. Rather than everybody just keep fucking lying and keep fucking manipulating, and keep fucking finessing. Because that, that's the biggest problem in this world. Like, you go for help, or you let, let's say let's say if you had no idea of the internet, you had no idea. You re, you pick up a newspaper, or you go to these big news news companies. Remember, that's all the information you're getting. So they just fucking push out like, oh, there was an innocent kid. He 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 probably had a mental breakdown and pulled the trigger. He accidentally killed eight people. There you go. You probably be like, damn, poor kid. Like it's unfortunate. Rather than if you had the whole context to the whole situation, you probably would have realized, like, nah, hold up. This kid was really was really trying to kill people. He was it wasn't no accident. He was out, he was shooting these people in rage. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I just say it's good to be realistic and it's better and it's even more it's even better to understand the context of every situation that you hear about. That's the only thing I'm trying to get to. You know, and gun violence that's going around just not in our city, but internationally, it's been a huge problem, and I hope um, it become it's globally suppressed. Um, on the topic of violence, unfortunately, uh, we saw the fight of Jake Paul and Ben Askren. It's like two minutes. It's like a two-minute fight. and I, I don't know if people had to pay for it. Um, I would have been tight if I paid for it, to be very, very honest with you. But, uh, apparently, Jake Paul TKO'd him. Um, Ben, I think he was an MMA fighter or a former MMA fighter, and now Jake Paul is three and zero. When do you think he's finally gonna face somebody um, that's 
I don't want to say up to his caliber. God forbid. <laughs> um, when do you think he's going to face somebody that's real? Because I feel like the last three opponents that he had is just just because. Like, just to get his name on the scene. When it comes to the boxing that he does, bro, I feel like it's mostly entertainment. He, he started off as a YouTuber. And honestly, a lot of people hate him, but his marketing strategy has been pretty great. Where he started from to where he's at now with the boxing. And then, yeah, his opponents aren't that great, but he's winning. And it's also kind of like shock value winning. Because when he fought Nate Robinson, bro, it was like trending. That shit was trending, yeah. Exactly. So it's like he did what he needed to do. I don't think he... I think he did say in an interview that he's trying to do it professionally, but honestly, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's being honest or not. But him as an attention-seeking type of celebrity, bro, he's doing the, he's, he's killing it right now, bro. He's killing it, and like, yeah, to fight an actual like a competitor, a competitor that's uh his caliber, like you were saying, bro. I don't think it really matters, honestly, at this point. Maybe like a few more fights. And then people start, like, real boxers start, like, pressing him. Like, ah, you know what? Let's do this. But right now, I don't think it really matters because, one, he, he's, people still rem- remembers him as, like, probably, like, more of a YouTuber type. And, two, boxers also do it themselves. Like, they pick and choose who they want to fight with. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, yeah, he's choosing some weak opponents. But at the same time, it's like, uh, other boxers did the same thing. So why are we kind of coming at him for that? Yeah, because I feel like no one really wants to take him up on a fight because it's not well. They don't deem it as serious. It's just it's like, too much to lose. Yeah, yeah. You're fighting a YouTuber, bro. You don't you like you're not. There's nothing to. There's really not much to gain, and there's a lot to lose. Like God forbid you get in a fight with him. Let's say you're a professional boxer and you get knocked out by him. You lost your career is over. Yeah, you lost your credibility. Everything. Everything's over. So why would Facts. you want to fight him? Honestly, I I keep it a buck. I think it's a. It's a, it's like a double-edged sword for the sport, honestly. It's a bad thing because it's like, yo, bro, like, you're low-key kind of taking some kind of, some credibility away from the sport because it's like, it. don't get me wrong, bro. Boxing is not an easy thing to do, dog. That shit is legit taxing to the body and, yo, bro, this shit could cause some type of mental, like, could cause some type of brain damage and shit because mm-hmm. you're constantly getting hit in the head. But then the other good thing about it kind of is that the fact that you're bringing a little bit more eyes into the sport. Just because these two famous ass like celebrities want to go at it in a boxing fight, because in the I, I think in the last Logan Paul fight when he fought the other YouTuber, I forgot his name. Um, yeah, I forgot the guy's name too, but I know yeah, what you're talking about. He um he legit uh they legit had an undercard with like professional boxers in it, like Badu Jack. I think Badu Jack ended up fighting in one of those in one of those undercard fights. And that's a professional boxer getting some eyes on his name. So if he does a great job, he could potentially gain some fans. But you know, it's a like I said, it's a it's a it's a double edged sword where it's like it's good and bad. So I don't know how that shit could really play out. Jake Loki got some potential, bro. Real talk. If you see how he set up the knockout, bro, he just set up in the most in the, the most classic way you could think of, bro. He set it up with a jab, came with the right hand, knocked him out. You're not talking freely, because. You know, it's, it's professional. Like, let's say most of those boxing matches be on ESPN. Nah, it depends. If you if you buy it on if you buy it on like on pay per view and shit, yeah, these motherfuckers curse, talk shit all the time, bro. Like, like when Floyd used to fight, bro, it yeah. was legit. It was legit. He would be on like um, he was on Showtime. He had a partnership with CBS too, I believe. And legit, bro, like they would air all the um all the episodes that that they do for the training for like the. For the training for the boxers, and they'll put it on, and they'll put it on like 
actual cable, like, and they'll of course they'll bleep out the curses and shit. But these niggas were talking shit the entire time, bro. It's I got said, bro. It's it's legit a double edged sword, bro. Cause I think it kind of discredits a little bit of the actual sport in itself. Cause I think Canelo made a point out of it, bro. He's like, yo, like when Nate Robinson got knocked out, they're like, yo, bro, these guys aren't fighters. Legit, you could you could he could seriously he could have seriously gotten hurt. And we don't know, and we we don't know if it could have been another result of him getting knocked out or him prior to training and shit like that. Because training is intense too. I forgot who said the same, but like, bro, you don't play boxing, bro. That's why I feel like it shouldn't be professional when it comes to these to these celebrities. They shouldn't have to be so like really trained because now it will be a less chance of them getting seriously injured. And then also, you still I mean, have that entertainment factor for the I viewers. hear it, bro. But, like, I mean, think about it, dog. If if two unprofessional people are fighting right now, like, they're not professional boxers, somebody could still get hurt. Because once you land a punch to the head, nigga, that's a punch to the head. You know, the celebrities are legit bringing eyes to the sport. But but what are the, the chances are less versus versus two professionals that that know what the hell they're doing. I mean, it's still the same thing, bro. Because, like, bro... Let's put, like, Mike Tyson fighting back in the day, right? Against a bunch of other people. Like, bro, Mike Tyson, if you've ever seen Mike Tyson's uppercuts, bro, them shits are vicious, bro. He look like he about to knock your head off. So it's like, that shit... Yeah, but that's a professional boxer. Yeah, but even, I'm saying, even in the professional field, you still have a chance of injury because it's it's a contact sport, bro. Yeah. It's a a dangerous sport regardless of it being professional or unprofessional. Bro, or not all right. You know, you know who Aaron Darnold is. Aaron Darnold, yeah, the football player, right? Yeah. All right. So, let's say you would you rather get tackled by him or by 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 a big dude who never really played football? Don't you think that they know the techniques very well that they can inflict more pain, substantially more versus an inexperienced person, even though they might have some weight towards them? I hear what you're saying, bro. <clears throat> I'm not going against it. What I'm saying is, it's like it's still. It's still a dangerous thing to go by, period. Because it's like, bro, you're lit. Because, all right, so you bring up football, right? The main yeah. thing in football is to stop this guy from, from scoring, right? Yeah, to tackle. But you got to tackle the motherfucker. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's still a dangerous thing to go by, period. To to make, to make like, violent contact on someone is legit. It's dangerous, bro. Whether it's from somebody who's done it professionally or who's an amateur, bro. Yeah, that but shit is which legit. one is more dangerous? That's what I'm saying. Is it the professional the, one or the bro, amateur? I, I keep it a bug, bro. I think they're equally dangerous because you don't know what the fuck could happen. I think that's going by the chance of randomness. That's what I'm saying, bro. bro life is random, bro. Sports is random, too. I just feel like if it's too, not, you know, not 100% unprofessional, but it's too less qualified, too less qualified boxers fighting, I think it will be a... A chance of of less harm versus two professionals, two pros. It's like the same. It's like, well, no, yeah, I, I, that's that's how I stand by it. I mean, let's put it like this, bro. So this guy, his name is Sergey Kovalev, right? Mm-hmm. Professional fighter, low key killed somebody in the ring, bro. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's randomness, dog. I feel like he's a professional well, fighter. He's a professional fighter. Yeah. How how do you explain that? You know what I mean? Like it, bro. It it's it's it's. Like, you can't count out the randomness of somebody really getting hurt, whether it's professional or amateur. I can't I can't rule that out. Yeah, but if you put a fighter like, let's say, like, Soulja Boy versus Lil Bawai, bro, you think they're really going to seriously hurt themselves to the point that somebody's going to die? That's what I'm saying, bro. No, like, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is it's, it's the randomness 
of anything could happen, bro. The main rule of boxing, bro, is protect yourself at all times because you never know what the fuck could happen. Period. Uh, yeah, that's because the whole the whole sport of it is inflict is like inflicting damage to the opponent. Exactly. Not exactly. So if you put two amateurs that legit want to, because it, it's about winning, bro. You got to win yeah. the fight. So it's like if you put two amateurs on it, anything can happen too. Period. Yeah, but you're talking about two people that that uh, first off, they don't have enough, they don't have the strength or the technique as professionals to really inflict serious damage. I I hear you on that, bro. But if all right, so if I throw, if I punch you, right, mm-hmm. is it still gonna hurt? Yeah, exactly. So it's like you never know what the yeah, fuck but it's happen. not gonna hurt as more as a as a professional boxer who's been doing it for years. He might knock me out a lot more than you would, because he's been practicing it. He's been practicing it so so much. Maybe nigga, because you are kind of skinny and shit. So let's let's <laughs> kind of right, we're, we're gonna have to test that one out. <laughs> now nah, we keeping that shit. That's content. <laughs> But oh, yeah, shit. bro, it's like it's I like I get what you're saying, but it's like I don't know, when it comes to when it comes to like amateur fights, I understand if it was amateur regular fist fights and okay, but it, it's still going to be the protection, the precautionaries. I mean, of, I, of boxing. I feel I, like the I chances it, of them seriously injuring themselves, I don't want to say it's comp- way less, but it's it's lower. No, I I nah, bro. I was agreeing with you, but what I'm saying is it uh. can still happen. I'm not saying that it can't. I yeah, say the, I kept saying yo, it could still happen because you never know how people come I, into the ring. I don't disagree with that, but it's just the chances of it happening is less than in professional fights because these guys are training for that. These guys are training years and years for that. I feel like it. I feel like it's way. I feel like with amateurs, like if these guys has no experience, I think it's gonna be higher than professionals because professionals are taught to like evade all that shit, bro. Even if they do get knocked out. So my qu- question, right? You think a celebrity boxing league should like? officially start and like you know kind of be a thing to be like entertainment boxing versus like actual like boxing boxing yeah i think so i'm 50 50 on it bro why you say that because like, it, it goes to the point where what i was saying before bro it's like yeah it brings eyes to the sport but it also gives it also discredited it gives it yeah it discredits the sport as well too because then it's like oh anybody could do it now you get what i'm saying well, not everybody is fit to really box. Well, not really, because WWE perfectly like showed that. Yep. Exactly. WWE been bro, there's official wrestling and then there's also WWE, which is like Yeah, but that's that's damn acting, near acting. Yeah, yeah. But you still yeah, have but to they're be, still nah, slamming each but, other and Yeah, still, but in like, WWE you still have to you still have to train for that shit though. Yeah, and even in the the, the celebrity box, the, let's say they do that, they're still gonna have to teach them. The, at least the basics of how to protect yourself. But that's what I'm yourself. saying. But that's what I'm saying, though, bro. It get, it kind of gives discredit because then, let's say if like and uh, wrestling doesn't celebrity... get discredited because of WWE. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. The thing that I'm trying to say is, so let's say a celebrity fighter was to go like four and zero or some shit. Like how like how this dude look how how this dude Jake Paul is doing right now. Yeah. On a sense, like where Jake Paul, yo, Jake Paul is called out professionals. And he's like, yo, I want to fight any professional boxer out there. Was good. So that's why I kind. That's why I'm kind of giving it that. It's like, yo, it kind of gives some type of discredibility towards it. Well, in the sense of wrestling, bro, it's a whole. That's a whole different context of like what like actual wrestlers do. Yeah, they have. They still have some of the same formats, but like it's a it's a whole another process that goes around it. That goes through that, and then you got people that are crazy athletic. You got to sell punches, uh, sell like they call it sell bumps, all of that shit. So it's like. Yeah, it's, but the, the, it's bro, a bunch. It's a bunch of shit, bro. So I can't. I when can't, Roy I Jones can't fought Mike Tyson, you think they were going at a hundred percent, bro? Mike Tyson was. They were, bro, they, bro, they were barely fighting. 
They were barely fighting, bro. I you know play. damn well, because even after the interview, they was like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm pretty tired. Uh, yeah, like, bro, they, bro, they Mike Tyson. Out, nah, I, I, I keep it a bug with you, bro. From the look on Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr. face, bro, he was definitely, scared. He was like, "All right, bro, yeah. I'm not," because he, he took a punch. He's like, "Yo, bro, I'm not taking a punch from Mike Tyson ever again." Yeah, but you that see, shit was hella wild. But I'm like, but, I, but I, you I see what I'm saying? Like, it's an exhibition. They're not gonna try to go as a hundred as hard as professionals. Mike like, Tyson yeah, definitely looked like he was trying to go at it, bro. What I'm trying to say is that it's gonna be an exhibition match unless two dudes that agree to fight that legit have beef. More than likely, bro, they're gonna try to just. Play it, play it safe, and still fight. You get what I'm saying? I get it's, it, yeah. But it like, like because I was it saying, even showed in that fight. Nah, I, I hear it, bro. But the thing I was, the thing I'm, I was trying to go back before. It's like, bro, yeah. it's the randomness, bro. You never know what the fuck could happen. Yeah, but you also can't, you you also can't run a business without risk. Like, like no, no, no. I'm not, like, they I'm view not going it like that. I'm like, it, okay, yeah. what are the chances of it happening? Oh, it, it, there's a chance that could happen, yeah. No, I know, I'm not going to guess. Be like, that's right, why I we're going to have paramedics and we're going to yeah. have uh, like ambulances there ready if anything No, happens. no, no, for sure. That's what I'm saying. They, and they do that. But the thing that I'm saying is like, that's why I said it's 50-50. It, it brings more eyes to it. So it makes it a bit more like, it, it gives more viewers to the actual sport who would like to follow the actual sport. Yeah. But then it also kind of discredits too because it's like, yo, like, you're just going to bring anybody into box, period. You get what I'm trying to say? So it's like Yeah, but in the viewer's eyes it's even better cuz you know you have a you have more you have more fights and now you have more entertainment shock like No, uh, like I, I know, but that's more, I'm agreeing with that. No, shock value, but more entertainment value. You know, now, I'm a, I'm saying agreeing 50-50. with 50-50. It's 50-50 cuz it's like yo, you, it, so that means I'm, you don't know. I don't know if you're agreeing with it. You saying like uh, No, I'm, I, I'm I agreeing really with part of what you're saying. Yeah, bro, like where it, it becomes more entertaining and like I said, more people start viewing it. But it also discredits the actual sport. I'm not talking about the. So you're not. Side so so. Do you know if you are yes or no? It's still fifty fifty to me, bro. But I agree <laughs> well, with you. I, I, I. But I hear what you're saying, though, bro. I'm not. I'm not oh, trying to go on some shit like where I completely disagree, because it's legit. Like yo, like, <laughs> what I'm trying oh to tell god. you, bro. Bro, it's legit fifty fifty. Oh my god. Where it brings shock god. value because you got shit like like what Joe, Jake Paul did, but Joe. then you got shit with like. Well, Canelo said, bro, not everybody's fit to not everybody's fit to fight. Yeah, but if you talk about because at the end of the day, bro, yeah, you we could take sports seriously. I love taking football seriously. I love taking all the sports seriously. It's entertainment, and that exhibition, that celebrity thing, brings a lot of entertainment value. Like, I don't care bro. how many how much people hate Jake Paul, people would watch another pay, another pay per view. I'm not, like bro. he low key. I don't know if he will sell out, but he will bring people. He will bring viewerships into that exhibition match again. That's what I kept saying the, this entire time, though. It brings more but attention. 50, yeah. 50, bro. Yeah, it brings more attention. You, but the thing, but the thing that I'm trying to say, I'm talking about the actual sport, not the business side of everything. The actual sport gets a little discredited with the people that are doing this shit more professionally. For your average viewer, they don't even care about the technicality. The technicalities. Ah. The technicals of boxing, honestly. They just want to see fights, knockouts, or something shocking. And that's what that exhibition thing brings. That's why I'm like, 100%. If you could bring a football league, a freaking football league that's just, just straight jokes, but these niggas are getting slaughtered, trust me, people will want that. Not as in slaughter getting killed, but I'm talking about like, like people getting trucked, people getting flipped over, like... One hand catches all day, but it destroy it, it low key destroys the integrity of football. I'm sorry, people are gonna want to watch that because it brings the entertainment value. 
Now I'm just talking about. From I just a gave the example. Bro. I just. Yeah, I, I hear just you. I'm just. Example. I'm just talking about from a personal standpoint for me because I enjoy boxing. No, I enjoy football to death, but it's like if you want to bring entertainment, which at the end of the day, that's what everything is. It's like it's it's a no brainer at, at some point. It's a no brainer. That's why I view. That's why I was using the example of wrestling. Wrestling with WWE was completely fake, like it's straight up scripted. But look how much entertainment value it was bringing. So that's nah, why low key. Don't tell, don't tell a wrestler that, bro. Yeah. Well, what Too they late. do on the ring absolutely is real. They, you know, there's no fake slams. Like they legit do it. But everything is scripted. So you already know. It's like you already know what the outcome is gonna be. So how can I tell you that this is a, a legit match? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. It as, but. Why you think like like look how WWE overtook real wrestling? It's like because of the entertainment value. So that, that's if you view it like that, the entertainment value is like people are always gonna want that. And with this exhibition shit, people want it. Like people enjoy. It. I know. I definitely enjoy it. Even though like you look at some of the fights, I was like, yo, this is BS. But with the commentators, with the with the shock value, like how we had the last fight with, with Jake Paul's knockout, with the and also, too, what Jake Paul brought in was, like, the character. Like, all oh, people were booing him. Like, yo, this nigga's a piece of shit. And I hate this nigga. I hope he gets knocked out. Bro, that shit is reminiscent of WWE, honestly. No, I hear it, bro. Like, so but, I think it's, it's going to take off. Boxing, shit like that was happening, too. Like, Muhammad Ali used to do it. Mike Tyson did it. Uh, Floyd did it. So, it's like... It just depends on the people that actually box, bro. There's, there's great boxers now that low-key do that shit, but they don't do it to the extent of like what Floyd used to do. They'll just talk shit and be casual yeah. about it. It's legit about the it's a, it's about the people too. Like yeah, I like yeah. Errol, like, yeah. like an example I could bring up is like Errol Spence. Errol Spence Jr., the, the, the guy that got into the car accident and shit. Mm. Bro, oh, ama- yeah. he's an amazing fighter, bro. But he's like a calm shit talker. Like he'll be like, yeah, he's a good fighter, but I'm going to destroy him. That's legit. That's how you talk shit, yeah. bro. Legit. Just, that's exactly how you talk shit. I just, I just think that the celebrity thing, the the thing that helps it out too, is the fact that it's bringing celebrities. You'll end up having like, let's say, if Drake and Meek Mills had beef, bro. People like, let's say they they had an official exhibition celebrity match. People would have been pressing them, pressing Drake and Meek Mills, like, yo, get in that ring, make a pay per view. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll pay to see that. I'll pay to see it. that. You I hear it, but how, how about this? Be... So how about this one then? My fault. Like, yeah. um, remember uh, the this dude? The, they were like, they were like pranksters on Instagram and shit. It was like, I'm Tyrone, and I'm here to fuck your wife. And uh, yeah, and then yeah. the other and then the other guy, the bald headed nigga, he's like, he was like, yo, I'm looking for Tyrone. They had a boxing fight, bro. Was zero promotion. I ain't hear about that shit. Exactly, yeah. bro. But these guys were big in social media. I don't know what's your point. What do you mean? Like that's, but that's another side too of like, yo, like, like you had two big social media stars going, like, going at it and shit, and then they fought and they never got that much recognition. So it's 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 a weird thing to really go about. Yeah, bro. but right now it's the perfect setup because they already have a legitimate like setup for it. Back then they didn't like what Snoop did with the commentator. It's perfect, bro. People are tuning in to hit to listen to it. So yeah, now if you just, get celebrities, just my promotion by the by Tiller Triller, I think it's called. Yeah, whoever it was, bro, yeah. they hit it. Like nah, this one did, works. They, they that, bro. I'm not. I'm not they, mad. This at one me. works I'm now. Just about like me personally on the sport on the sports. Now you, let's say you have two new up and coming artists like freaking Chris Brown beefing with I don't know like the baby or something. I right, put him on that fight. 
they're gonna be like, yo, I'm watching this. And even if you know you you could have them like have them do the amateur boxing with the helmet and everything, bro, it don't matter. As long as you see entertainment, it's like, yo, this guy don't know how to swing. This guy almost elbowed him. It's like, oh man, this guy tripped. Even though the fight was ugly as hell, people are still gonna be talking about it, and people are still gonna enjoy that. So that's what I'm saying. Entertainment value is there. No, I, like I told you, bro, I hear it, but I'm talking about me personally, though, bro. Uh, if you talking, just, yeah, it's just I, I get you. Yeah, it's just like I, because I like this. I, I really enjoy the sport, so it, it, I, that's why I say it kind of. Yeah, it hurts it. the integrity of yeah, the sport. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why it kind of yeah. gives it some type of, some kind of discredit. Because nah, but Joe bro, was asking. Joe was asking like, "Yo, should they continue with that?" And I'm absolutely a hundred percent with it. Like, hell yeah, I'm cool with it. But it's just like it, it, it. Then I'm talking about like for the professional side of things. I feel like it just gives it some type of discredibility where it's like, oh, anybody could do it. That's the main thing I was getting. No, I just feel like they should just separate the leagues. Like, you know, make that some type of, like, exhibition league versus, like, professional boxing. They should just find a way to separate it so people know, like, yo, if we watch this pay-per-view, we're just looking for straight jokes. Now, if you watch the other pay-per-view, which is professional and stuff, that's when we're looking for the real boxing. That's how I feel like they should do it. It's like... uh. Yeah, but the crazy thing is they not they not even doing it's it like, like bro. That it, either. It's like the same thing with, with with lingerie football, bro. There are girls out there in bikinis with shoulder pads and helmets. I remember that shit. It's still going on, bro. It's still going it's on. St- yes, word, <laughs> bro. It still be on ESPN sometimes. I'm like, yo, what the hell? No is No way. So really, they could easily do it like that. I think what? so. Nah, I ain't never seen that shit. Yeah, bro. So bro, just do it just yeah, like that. yeah. Like randomly, when there's absolutely no sports going on, like no baseball, yeah, no shit. football, like it'd be like, all right, now here's the lingerie league, and I'm like, okay. I remember that and, 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 and TV, bro. Yeah, and then I change the channel because I don't find that entertaining. To be very really? honest, like I'm just like, ah, eh, whatever. Like there, there are people that are into that, but I'm like, it's not me. You know, it makes football look kind of like not stupid, but it kind of. Mitigates the, it kind of brings it down a little bit. But yeah, at the same time, that's what I was trying to say with the whole celebrity. Yeah, thing but too. look yeah. at but look at the NFL, bro. It's like it's still doing well. Nah, People for sure. Just, uh, this is what I'm saying. People are just gonna view that celebrity yeah. boxing. Same thing. Like I remember celebrity death match. Like as a joke. Like as a, like I right, bet you know we just trying to see something stupid happen. That's it. Nah, I hear it, bro. But like it's just it was the same thing too. Like it does make the shit look. It, it does look kind of stupid, but it's like. It's entertainment. Like I know people that I legit watch that. My cousin, one of my cousins, legit was like, "Yeah, bro, I've seen this shit a few times. Shit is entertaining." I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, I get, I get the the problem with Jake Paul and stuff. Like, I feel like the best way to separate the two is like if Jake Paul tries to fight one of these professional boxers and just gets smoked. That's when you just know it's like, all right, he can still box in the exp- the, the exhibition and just be clowning around with regular people, but you know damn well like professional is professional. That's it. Not. Yeah, I hear it, bro. And he's called out like he's told people, he's like, yeah, bro, I want to take this. I want to take this shit serious because people been counting me out for mad long. And I'm like, bro, like you legit have a career off YouTube. You good money, bro. I don't think nobody been really been counting you out because I don't know. I don't follow these people, bro. Real like, talk. like their YouTube careers were falling off the both of them, like towards like mid like 2019. Like they were like their content was becoming satire. It was becoming overly saturated with like the same shit, like over and over. You know what I mean? So it was yeah, like I mean I, they, I never watched, so I can't. Yeah, I can't really no, no, no. Like, I never watched any of their content either. Like I tried. It's not for me. But um, you know, like like people were like reporting, like yo, like this guy's numbers is falling off. Like this is why, whatever, whatever. Like 
just just random shit and i'm just like oh okay like it'll be videos like i just like let it play in the background you know like you cleaning your room or doing whatever you know what i mean and it's just like it comes up and it's just like oh okay like i have no clue who the fuck this person is but oh okay now look in hindsight two years later the guy ends up being a boxer or is trying to be um an amateur boxer but in, in all honesty i'm gonna keep it 100 i feel like like i'm all for the celebrity boxing league don't get me wrong but I feel like Jake Paul trying to do this is really a huge slap in the face of amateurs because imagine some of these amateur fighters that got 20, 20 fights under their belt. Maybe they're like 20 and three, right? And they have no airtime, no nothing. You know what I mean? That's and what I'm this, trying to say, yeah. Yeah, and then this guy just comes up out of nowhere. Obviously, that he has the upper hand because he has the money, right? Yeah, but he built, he built himself. He built himself with YouTube. So yeah, he used that popularity and he used that money and then he tapped into something else. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing whatsoever, but like I'm viewing it from an amateur uh, amateur fighter's um point of view. It's like, yo, bro, I've been grinding for six, seven years. I'm 27 or I'm 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not, yeah, I get what you're saying. But then at the same time, that's where the marketing comes from. You yeah. get me? If you got more eyes looking at you, then you have a higher chance that somebody might stick to you and be like, yo, let me help you out. Versus like if you, if you just never marketed yourself out there, you never like showed yourself out there. It's like no matter how good you are, nobody really knows you. Yeah, so, like, that's kind of what he did. He started using YouTube to market himself, doing other stuff, and then when he got big enough, he tapped into it. You know, it's like I get, I get it because it just feels wrong. But honestly, like you know, he played the smart. Nah, yeah, for sure, he played the smart. He played his cards right. If you got a young kid, let's say a young kid, and he's trying to make it to the NFL, bro, he just starts working out like crazy and just. You know what starts doing TikToks? Then he's just start getting popularity from TikToks. People are gonna start looking at him. And now, if he's actually good, now with that popularity, he can actually get attract some uh, some scouts. He'd be like, "Yo, I heard, I heard you. You you a TikToker? Let's see if you're actually a football player." He impresses them. There you go. The sh- the the plane has taken off, bro. That's it. You get me? So I just feel like Jake Paul marketed himself like beautifully. Like my like my like my man's YouTube channel. I think he got like ten mil, fifteen mil followers on his YouTube channel. That's a lot. Sheesh. E- exactly, and some of his videos get like four or five million views in like a couple months. Yeah, but if he if he did that on his own, like and I'm not saying like if his parents, you know, chipped in to get him like some nice studio while he talks to them, then ah, right, whatever. But if he built that YouTube account from zero to ten million, you mm-hmm. still got to give him his credit. No, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure that's what he did, yeah. But if it, that it, took some work, and then he used that to tap into boxing, you kind of have to give him some credit. Because, bro, to be even YouTube famous, like, yeah, it's not that difficult. Honestly, I feel like some people, like, it's not as hard as people make it seem. I feel like you can become famous on YouTube, but it still takes work. You still yeah. got to be posting. You still got to be there with your fans. You still got to be very, like, engaged on it, up to date. So it's like... He's still putting in work, and then he he just was was smart with it and tapped into boxing. So that's what I'm trying to get out of it. Like, yo, you know, I I don't I don't I respect the hustle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I re- I definitely respect the hustle in the sense of like you know he's building like who he is and stuff like that. And yeah. you know another person who's definitely hustled their entire career and, and stuff. Um. With, with the San Antonio Spurs was um, LaMarcus Aldridge. Unfortunately, he had to retire 
um, because of heart complications. If I if I read correctly, right, Alex? Yeah, he had a crazy ass like he had a really crazy heart condition and shit, bro. Like in legit, he had to sit out a game for that. And then when he sat out, he knew he was like I had to retire. He had to retire and shit, which is crazy, bro. He was a great fucking player. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, like, he's definitely. Like I remember, player, like man. I remember him in Portland, bro. When they had a crazy squad in Portland, mm-hmm. he was like a he was an ill centerpiece. It was it was him, Brandon Roy, and and Damian Lillard was just coming up. I think. Yeah, that's right. I, like I, I, that's how long he's been in the league. I forgot he was with the Trailblazers first, and then he was sent to the Spurs. But his like you see how I remember his career with the Spurs because. It's the like, most recent, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it, it was the most recent, and to be honest with you, like, well, yeah, how, how many how many chips did he win with them? Because he was there with Manu. What? None. He didn't win a chip with them, bro. He didn't win a chip? Nah. That's he, crazy. He was trying to win a chip with Brooklyn, bro. That's crazy. Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. I really, really hope if Brooklyn takes it all, they're not, but if Brooklyn does take it all, he get he still gets a ring, or he still gets credit. Like, okay, yeah, you jumped on the bandwagon, you know, like, or like late in the game, you know what I mean? But it's just like, like, yo, I'm I'm still in shock. He really ain't get a chip, nah, bro. That's that that's some bullshit. That's that that that's like that's like mellow, right? Yeah, mellow never got a ring, bro. That, that's like that's like mellow. That's like um, who else? Who who else? Who else? Um, didn't win a chip. Then it was great. Uh, Patrick Ewing. Uh, yeah, that's another one. Um, Malone won, right? Or Jose? It's like Peyton Manning went out winning a ring. Damn. Or um, so Dan Marino. Yeah, or Dan Marino not winning any of his rings. Like Aldridge was putting up numbers, numbers, and it's just like nah, he didn't the- win- Carmelo didn't win a ring. Yeah, that, that's another example. Carmelo not winning a ring. That's like Jeter not winning a ring. That's like. Like I'll be like, oh, it's not like Tom Brady doesn't win a ring. I know, I know, Jose gonna be like, oh, <laughs> and then he gonna bring up Carson Wentz. Three, two, one. I didn't bring him up, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yo, Jose, you gonna stay an Eagles fan or are you a Colts fan? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have a Carson Wentz jersey on? Are you gonna get two? You're gonna like stitch it together, right? I'm gonna stitch, stitch your fucking mouth shut. That's what I want to do. <laughs> shut the fuck up. But but yeah, nah. It, it's it's crazy oh, what shit. happened to it's crazy what happened to Aldridge. But like Aldridge definitely made the right decision in the sense of like putting himself first. Because I know a whole bunch of people that would be like, nah, yeah, like I could do this. Ah ah, this that third, you know. And then like another example is Chris Bosh. Remember, like now nah, he won a ring. No, no, no. He won a ring, but the difference is that like he chose his health first because like he was having crazy blood clots, right? Yeah, he had to retire. Yeah, no, he he had to retire. He had no other choice but to retire, and it sucks because he was great and so and he wasn't even that old. Like he like he just came off winning the rings with LeBron. Like well, like maybe like three, four years after LeBron left, and then he had to retire because I think D Wade was still in Miami. I think so. Nah, the way it ended up leaving. He went to Chicago for like a year or so. Yeah, but I think I think that was the year of um Chris Bosch um finding out he had blood clots. No, no bullshit. No, it was the year after. Yeah, yeah, it it was the year after. Yeah, he played a whole year without without Wade or LeBron, bro. And he was putting up points. Yeah, he was he was putting up numbers. He was putting up numbers. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I remember that. I remember that. Um, but yeah, no, it just goes to show that like sometimes you just gotta choose your health over everything because it's just like you know money's monetary. Like it'll be there, 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure Chris Bosh is doing something, getting money residually, right? I'm pretty sure. Bro, Marcus... my son making beats. What? Chris Bosh making beats, bro. Yo, let's cop a be- let's cop a beat. Let's cop that a shit beat is probably hell of expensive. I'll do that shit on my own. Now nah, we we started GoFundMe. I could do the shit on my own, bro. <laughs> uh, that that would be interesting though. That would be interesting though. Just to just to look up a price. Just look up a price. Like yo, seven hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who said you're not getting charged? <laughs> <laughs> You get in that uh, gentrified fee, bro. <laughs> I oh, hate seven fifty. Oh, this, oh, Joseph. Oh, it's gonna have to be twenty five hundred. <laughs> Would you like to I, leave a tip? <laughs> I can't. But yeah, um, you know, speaking of like beats and like you know music and stuff like that, on one of the other topics we were wanted to discuss was your new music coming soon. Yeah, yo. That too. Um, one of the other topics we wanted to discuss was a uh, artist named Melly. Jose, um, that she had given up her rights to her music and said she was going to retire. She was pretty young, right? Like I think like 25, 26. I don't even know, bro. I just I just saw it on, on Instagram. And they were saying that she gave up her rights mainly because the music label was like doing her dirty or some shit. And she got into like some spiritual speaking how like they'd be up to like no good. Nobody in there is really there for your own intentions and shit. So it's a, it's a shitty ass industry. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, yeah, no, like there's definitely a whole bunch of artists that go through that. Remember, um, remember the situation with Little Uzi, um, that Jay Z had to buy him out of his contract. Ross? Yeah, what you don't know? No, bro. What? I, I didn't follow Uzi, Little, Little Uzi, bro. Right like lo- long story short, um, Alex, I, I definitely know you heard about this because like I think we talked about it like once or twice. You told me about it. I wasn't really following it, honestly. Gotcha. Okay, so like long story short, Uzi, U- the reason why Uzi hasn't didn't drop anything. Is because his record label was telling him not to. He was still making music, but his record label was like, nah, bro, like, you're not dropping this. Like, this is according to, like, your contract. Like, you've already dropped too much music. And Uzi was like, nah, bro, like, I'm not with that. And, like, he would drop a single. <clears throat> and a lot of the times those singles will get um, pulled from streaming services like um, like Apple Music, um, Spotify, stuff like that. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Jay Z, um, her, like heard the situation got was getting really, really bad. Like Uzi was like, "Yo, I'm gonna retire," and he hired lawyers and got him out of the contract. And now he, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he's on the Rock Nation. Yeah, um, I, think, I think he's under like Rock Nation management. Like he's managed yeah. by them and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, going back to like the gist of it, you know, like with artist rights and stuff like that. Um, do you feel like, like art, like? most artists um should be educated like off rip um as to like what kind of contracts they're signing because it seems it seems like the music industry is just really really manipulative when it comes to it i mean for sure bro but then it's like because this was spoken about not too long ago and shit and it's like um two chain said it he's like yo bro look at look at some of the backgrounds that some of these artists come from they're not gonna know how to read a contract and Legit, they don't want bro. you to. They don't want you to learn that shit, bro. Yeah, they bro. It's like you. it's like once you see that, yo, I got a million dollars, yo, you made it, bro. Yeah, that's how they view it. It's and it's a fucked up situation, bro. This shit is fucked up. But like, yeah, of course, artists should definitely like look, look into more like how contracts are built and shit like that. But it's like, bro, like you got to you got to understand, like, yo, these guys, most of these people come from nothing, bro. 
Like absolutely nothing. Like this was their way out. Yeah, like, yeah. For no, them to I get understand. out and for them to get out, bro. Shit, nigga, that's a blessing, bro. They viewing that shit as a blessing. So yeah, no, some of them they had to give up everything in order to get what they're at. So you know, I get it. Yeah. But, it's it's like it's like I'm thinking it's just like before like they sign a contract, should it like it become a like I don't even want to say a law because that's kind of dragging it, but it sh- but should it be like mandatory that it's just like, all right, you gotta watch like a quick like ten minute video explaining like what these what it's not gonna help you, It's not gonna help you. They need it. They should be mandatory that they have their own fucking personal lawyer. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what they do. like. It should For be sure. required that when you sign a contract. Like your lawyer has to be there, and they have to read it right there, right then Facts. and there. But, um, they, but mm-hmm. can they afford a lawyer? That that's true. And then that's, I think I that's true. what I'm saying. I think by law, yeah. no, 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 no label should be allowed to make an artist sign right there if they have one, they have not got a lawyer, and two, they haven't read the contract with that lawyer in privacy, like on their own. Yeah, I hear it. That's what I because I feel like most of the times, bro, those industries just straight up finesse them by having a good time. It's like, yo, just sign this real quick. And then, you know, that's it. There's your Lambo truck. Have a nice day. And then you come back and now you owe us all this money. I mean, they, they could, I'm, they, they do have pro bono lawyers that it's just like they do it for the good and like, you know, you're paid later on or just not paid at all. Like you do it like to build your resume and stuff like that. So it's not like these services aren't out there. It's more of like what Alex said. It's like, yo, record deal, 10 mil, five years, bet. But in that record deal, it's just like, all right, you got to do this, that, this, that. You got to go on tour this amount of times. Like, oh, that show, two mil? You thought you made two mil? Nah, bro. 70% is ours. 10% goes to the venue. You get 10% and the other 10%, we don't know what the fuck happened to it. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's like, I agree. Like, I do believe like that should be a law in the sense of like, yo, bro, any anybody like any type of contract in any way shape or form a lawyer should be present whether it's pro bono or not um and you know review what your contract or whatever you're signing is gonna be that's true but it's also i think when it comes to that that selling your masters thing too bro it's also like low-key it could low-key help people too like little wayne sold his masters not too long ago bro yeah, yeah, I, I heard. I heard Little Wayne stole his masters. I was like, what was for his what? reason though? Yeah, what was his I, reason? For I don't. Him? That I'm not entirely too sure about. But I, I don't like because I know Lupe gave a gave a good example of that. He's like, yo, bro, you could own your masters, but you, it, but you cannot make money off it too, because it yeah. depends on your buzz, bro. Like, yeah, exactly. Like Lupe, like Lupe, I think Lupe owns his masters, and not 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 many people know about him and shit like that. True, or talk about him. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. So yeah. there, there could be pros and cons to it. Yeah, there, there are pros and cons to it, but it's like, but you, but like the artists that legit maintain some type of like status, bro. Their yeah. main thing is to own the masters because that's yours, bro. It's your yeah. work. It's basically so like marketing. That. Yeah, yeah. They so already have that. all the marketing, so why would they need the industries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. Just like you know, to conclude and everything like that, I do believe that it should be mandatory for lawyers to be involved instantly. Like it should be illegal for like an artist, especially up and coming artists or like an artist that wants to be up and coming to sign any paperwork without a lawyer. Right. Like it should be like a form of solicitation. You know what I mean? It's just like, Oh, oh yeah. Like, here, like, like here's this contract. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. It, it probably is. Probably is like when you put it into that context, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just like, you know, 
to protect the artists. You know what well, I mean? It's also, it's, also, it's also on the artists, too, to, to educate themselves, too. They yeah, yeah. Them. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because it's like what we said, I think, on episode two. It's just like with the schools, right? It's just like, you know, the schools are there to guide you, right? Of course, to teach you as well, but to guide you. But you have to go out there and learn these things yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, I can, I, sure, bro. Like, I can sit here and tell you, oh, get a lawyer, get a lawyer, get a lawyer. But you won't know what it's like until you have a lawyer, uh, until you sign that contract. And then you're like, yo, wait, I just signed like a 360 deal, I think is cool. Or I just signed this contract. I just signed that contract. Bro, five years later, I might not even be worth a mil, you know, because of the contract that I just signed. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like always educate yourselves, always go out there and look for more and, you know, just always be 10 toes down and have your ear to the ground because some people just aren't in the best interest of you. So before you sign that contract, before you sign anything, before you sell your music rights, just reconsider and definitely, you know, def- yo, definitely get a second opinion. Because it, it's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you to get a second opinion. Even if it's not something you agree with, at least you could say, yo, Jose, like, you got a lawyer? Or, yo, Alex, you got a lawyer I could talk to? Ah, ah this, and that, third, you know? So definitely get a second opinion, you know, just to protect yourself. And True. that's just basically it with this one. Now, I mean, peace out. One love. You feel me? New music on the way. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for today's podcast. Remember, if you'd like to participate, want to submit some questions or submit some topics or want to chime in, have any feedback for us, DM me at my personal Instagram views from Baker Strip or DM us at conversation two underscores Coliseum. Until then, until the next episode of Conversation Coliseum.